As a people, we are constantly evolving, and part of what influences how we evolve are the conversations we have with ourselves and other people. Welcome to Evolution Space Chats, where we take a moment to tell our stories, to see ourselves in each other, and to grow in dealing with our daily challenges. This is Divinity and you are on Evolution Space Chat brought to you by Sowetan. So we've been having these wellness conversations and I've heard it being said so many times that the best person to have a wellness conversation with is the person who's actually going through the journey themselves. Well, this may be true though, in the first episode that we released, we were speaking about navigating the wellness journey and something that was mentioned there was social wellness. Mm. And I've had a lot of feedback from people saying, ooh, social wellness, we never actually really thought about it from this angle and from this aspect. And that is why we are having today's conversation, because as much as we may be the people that are going through the wellness journey or are in the wellness journey, we are not alone. We've got people that are supporting us. We've got our friends, our spouses, our colleagues, and so forth and so on. Today... I'm going to use the popular cliched term that I am a rose amongst the thorns. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's a thorn amongst the rose. <laughs> oh, wow, shade. <laughs> I've got with me in studio, Danny Vambili and Uskumbuzo Mayaba. And when I was thinking and we're conceptualizing and thinking, what are we going to speak about? And we wanted to speak about the wellness journey and the people that are walking the wellness journey no better people besides these two. Um, I've really been following you guys. And for men, like big ups. Let's start the conversation by touching on the wellness journey and what you guys have, your experience with it. And not necessarily because of your wellness journey particularly we'll get to that later mm. but the support role that you have played in that wellness journey and i'm going to ask you to speak particularly about your spouses because yes we've got friends and family and all those people but who knows us more intimately than ourselves than our spouses mm. and so i'm going to hand over to you guys and danny let's start with you all right, so um, I've been married to a very lovely woman. Her name is Letitia Vambili. Um, yeah, we got married in 2014. And um, at some point, I thought I was married to the devil. You know, I thought, <laughs> uh, nope, made a big mistake over here. I need to run, you know. Mm. But the reality is um, we live in a world that is not very clear on on roles mm. you know to a point where we're trying to eradicate roles but as a husband i've had to find um that yes my wife and i are, are, are best friends yes. but i'm male and she's female mm. you know there are things that are in intrinsically who she is mm and how she was raised and i've had to learn to not try to change her to be me mm -hmm. you know because i feel um that's what was happening in the beginning because i'm like okay 
can you stop talking now you know uh because i i talk a lot <laughs> but at home i i'm a quiet person yeah and she's the opposite in oh, public really? she's very quiet yeah. oh, but wow. when we get at home oh my goodness she does not stop <laughs> you know <laughs> and i like to be this real because mm. you know um when we don't hear about problems we think you're married wrong you know there's someone listening now saying hey yeah it's happening here yeah, yeah boss we've been there with you you know but we had to learn how to 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 support each other and to stop trying to change each other mm. yet still grow one another mm. because we have this concept of blind spots like your partner needs to help you see your blind spots mm -hmm. because by the time you acting out in public it's too late they can't be calling you out in public you know in front of family members and all that mm. so we started a concept of having difficult conversations at home mm. you know conversations where you'd rather not have mm. which which has been difficult for me because i i learned that as open as i am i've not really been vulnerable i've not been taught to be vulnerable so i've had to learn to be vulnerable and 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 support my wife in the in the way that she would understand okay we'll get yeah. to that we'll get to that adaptation and don't want us to go too deep too soon all right it's cool so i met my now wife um in 2016 april the 11th and we started dating around about the 8th of june 2016 but we now married we're just going for our third year mm -hmm. so when I met her she basically told me that um, she's living uh, with HIV and because of how I grew up and the things that I was exposed to growing up so it wasn't a transmission for me Okay. But it was an issue from a learning point of view, mm. because it's it's now it was now very much closer to my house as opposed mm. to just being home or being my parents that are actually directly affected by this. Mm. So what do I mean by that? Basically, my sister died because of HIV and AIDS. Okay. But based on the relationship that I had with her, it wasn't as close as it is to me now. Mm. So there are a lot of things that I had to do in order to make sure that I understand my spouse better mm. and I enhance my, my knowledge, mm. not only from understanding the virus itself, but in terms of how the mind operates. Now, there are things that one learns from the book, but there are certain things that are not prescribed in the book. True. Uh, mm. And that's how you interact with your person on a daily basis mm. i've had to, had to understand myself first in term, in other words how i respond to certain things and how i prefer things being done and i ha had to adjust accordingly so that uh, myself and my wife have a healthy relationship between the two of us hence going or getting married it wasn't an adjustment at all mm. it was just a matter of signing a paper because yes. we had already started 
a very you know good uh, foundation between the two of us mm, i totally hear you mm. and i love because both of you have mentioned two things that mm. stand out for me and that is supporting the other person in the way that they need to be supported yes. and mm. secondly that there is an adaptation and a learning that mm. has had to take place for you personally mm-hmm. can you please expand on it the learnings so far because we we forever learning and we forever unlearning what what things have you learned in the process about your spouse about yourself and about just growing together uh firstly about me i'm not as strong as people think i am <laughs> <laughs> and believe me um i cry and maybe I cry more than she cries. How are you not a man? <laughs> so, so there's a definition of men outside there. And there is my definition of who I am. I've had to understand who Rilis Kumbuza is in relation to the person that is married to. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, I've had to understand the emotional part Ganozi. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Nozi is attacked by her previous thoughts or thoughts around the the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife in particular is someone who thinks is always four or five steps ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I've had, had to catch up. You know, Tina's my daughter, we always say, mm-hmm. uh, let me think about yes. it. Mm-hmm. By the time we say, let me think about it, my wife Kayen, I guess, already <laughs> has already decided in terms mm-hmm. of, you know what, this is how this thing is, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now I have a choice right there. The choice that I have is um, basically Yogba to be threatened. Yes. Or my role as a man be threatened by mm-hmm. that. And then the seven say, Buto Dabam. Or by force, mm. isn't by force, mm. and and both those two things, they're not an option. The biggest way to address them is just to have a conversation and understanding emotionally how the person sees things. Hundred mm. percent, mm. and Danny. Wow, I'm I'm the opposite mm. in in my relationship. So I'm the thinker, three steps ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, what you 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 want us to believe? I I, I hope so as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's really something my wife actually brought to my attention. Mm. You know, she she'll tell me, "Look, you 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 always you know pre-thinking things, and I need my moment to catch up." So what would frustrate me now was seeing life from that perspective, now having to come back to where your partner is and allow them to journey, Mm. you know. And at the beginning, I was very bad at that, you know. She'd say, I'd I'd sound condescending or I'd make her feel like she's she's stupid, you know, because she's processing things differently from me, Mm. you know. And... I believe it's it's small things like that that really were very challenging because you become, you're so used to, especially as adults, um, you start off your life. Um, I lived alone for quite a long time in my mom's house, but my mom and my whole family had moved out. My sisters are overseas. 
My mom was working in Limpopo. So I learned to just, you know, prep things, think it, do it by myself. And having my wife there was a, a challenge. It was really a challenge mm. because I now had to grow. Mm. I had to grow and become a better communicator. Because also when you when you spend so much time in your head, you're not talking. Mm. You get me? Mm. And begin to see that I, I was at fault, you know, in terms of um, just the, the, the lack in communication skills. And I was also not very attached to my emotions. I'm not, you know, I, I appreciate my brother who, who's able to cry. Mm. It takes... I don't the world the world can end and I think I'll cry <laughs> three days later <laughs> because I can't I can't think and be emotional at the same time. So I have to choose. I okay. Remember when my father in law died um from cancer, my my, my wife's father, we realized look, we we love with each other, this is my wife. I told her, Look, I wanna date you. Go tell your dad, like, me, I want to know what I need to do, you know. Um, cut a long story short, two weeks into dating, we found out her dad had cancer, mm. you know. And that's now what we had to deal with until he, he passed on. Mm. But when he passed on, for example, he left me in charge of his, his estate, mm. you know. And I just remember going, 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 going. And three months after his death, I cried the moment he died, mm. then I switched off and had to get things done. And then the day when everything else was settled, mm. I then cried. Not not the burial, mm. but when everything After. was sorted, I knew the family's doing this, everyone is fine. So having to become a person who adjusts to the moment, you know, when something is happening and my wife is... She's going through her emotions and, you know, processing it differently from, mm, from, what, from me. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's fix it first. And you then know, process after. And then process after. <laughs> and, and beginning to learn, like, look, it's, it's okay to process. You know, mm. you don't have to be strong uh, all the time. It's good to be strong as well. It's, it's done a lot for me. But to be emotionally healthy. Mm. is better mm. yes mm. it's much better and it's something that always gets put on the back foot Precisely. particularly yes. for men because it's a thing of you need to take charge and you need to do this <laughs> there's so try. many stipulations of things yes. in society that men are supposed mm. to do and supposed to be that yeah. you really don't have time to be in tune mm -hmm. to what you need to be in that moment exactly. and that's something that you guys are, are, are learning to do and appreciating to do Speaking about things that society stipulates, there's always, I always hear it, particularly in the black culture, that a man is supposed to be strong, a man is not supposed to cry. There's always a man is supposed to be this. And same for women, but I really feel like the burden that gets put on men is quite heavy. And a component and requirement almost for wellness is a vulnerability aspect to it. For you to be able to have conversations, Danny, uh, and communication with your wife, your wives, you need to be vulnerable to a certain extent and to a certain point. Mm. How have you guys navigated that situation 
um, was was there ever any points in time where you felt like you're not going to be seen like you're man enough mm. or your wife is not <clears throat> going to see you as husband enough? And, yeah. you know, all those dynamics, how have you guys kind of... I've got a favorite question. Okay. So when a person says a man must be, mm. uh, the question that comes up in my mind is for who? Mm. For myself or for somebody else? And I always come first. If I need to be yeah. strong, I need to be strong for myself. Mm. It's important that along the line, I do not miss the learning. Mm. If I say I'm going to be strong now, I'm not going to cry. I might be missing something that's very valuable that I was actually going to learn. Yes, in that moment. In that moment. So for me, I have learned to wear a selfish cap that says it's me first mm, mm. and then somebody else uh, follows. And it is important f for me that I am strong for myself first before I can be strong for somebody else. else. And between myself and Nosy, we, we, we are clear on mm, that regard. Mm. It, it's so interesting. <laughs> um, I had a, a breakdown this year mm. from being strong. Um, and I've had to learn that sometimes we think we're protecting our partners mm -hmm. when we actually don't have to. Mm. You know, just because um, there are things, for example, I believe in our characters that are different. So, for example, um, uh, we, we, we're in business together with my wife. If there's a, a customer who is not happy and all of that, my wife will gladly give me the phone. I have no issues <laughs> dealing with a customer who's unhappy mm -hmm. because that's just how I, I process things. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that has to do with paperwork, I will hand it over gladly to my wife gladly. <laughs> like I will kiss her and buy a chocolate. Mm. Do the paperwork for me because it's, it's just her area of strength. She, she flows in, in those environments. Now the problem happens sometimes in a, in 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 relationships where you are being hurt in your area of strength mm -hmm. or in your area of weakness mm -hmm. where you're instinctively I'm a defender so my family comes first um for me my, my the way I process my life my family comes first and then me okay. because I've I'm a I'm I'm able to deal with a lot mm -hmm. but I also know that there has to be a limit to that. Mm. Yeah. I have to have those moments of selfishness. Mm. Just like you put it away, I, I have to stop. So, for example, this year, it just reached a point where we're dealing with um, the whole family had COVID. You know, um, we're self-employed. So you've got COVID this side. You're running a business mm. that side. It's my mom, my wife, my my children, my um, cousin, everyone who lives with us is, you know. So having to carry that burden and then recover quickly, get back on the on the on the move, and then there's the level four announcements, which now hits the <laughs> the business. And oh man, it was just bad. So I'm just learning um, the way I function. It's very important that I don't overburden myself. Mm, that's so yes. true. We're 
in an episode where we're speaking business and mental health, mm. actually, we're speaking about how we embody all of the experiences that we go through. So mm. as much as sometimes you may not be aware of it, mm. or you might not think with your mind that this is taking a toll on me, everything that you go through literally your body takes it up yeah. and at some point your body is going to crash yes. because it's going to say i can't take this in i can't take any more i haven't had a break all i've been doing is taking in and taking in and taking in and i think it's an important lesson to be able to say that like what you're saying for school that you are first it starts mm. with you mm. i believe in representation right there needs to be some sort of rep we need to mirror mm -hmm. Um, in in society, that's how we grow up. That's how we are molded, and that's how we become people that we are. Mm. What do you think is the importance of what you essentially represent as a man mm. for the upcoming generation? So, I want to get your opinion. In, in saying what is the importance or what do you think is the importance of the modeling for the upcoming generation, young boys and girls? You know, unlike us, how we grew up, or let me talk about me. Uh, I come from a, a broken family in the sense that my mom was not married and we were seven at home, all from different fathers. Mm. Sure. So nobody modeled that way. So in other words, how a husband or a father figure should mm. be. But in all of that, I took a decision that I see next door, that next door, mm. so there's a father figure. And, and also the good thing is that during holidays, our mom used to take us to uh, relatives where there's a family figure mm -hmm. there's a man figure mm -hmm. I, I did not understand um, the purpose behind that mm. I only realized later on in life that oh, the reason behind this was for us to be at least partially exposed to this okay. because it's not something that we are exposed to on a daily basis mm. the good thing in the times that we live in now is that communication goes up much quicker so you don't only have to physically expose a person, but you can also share you mm. know, the good news and those good news will spread mm. much more quicker. It's the reason why my wife and I, especially over co during COVID, we, we said, you know what, on Monday morning up until Friday, I'm at work. Mm -hmm. I only spend time with her on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay. Now that there's COVID, there's bound to be many fights, and it's something that we need to avoid. Mm. Question was, how do we then avoid mm. We We then sat down. We're able to map up how we're going to live together on a daily basis. And in that, it spoke to emotionally mm. and our feelings. Okay. And it also talk, spoke to the practical things that we're going to do to make sure that when there's a fight, how are we going to communicate to one another? Let me give an example. We have had to map out rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. Mnanozi, 
when you are angry mm. do not address me mm. because when you address me i don't know how to focus on what you're going to be saying mm. but i focus on your emotional aspects of it mm. and because i don't want to see you hurt i'm going to focus on that i'm going to lose that which you got, we were uh, speaking about mm. so we've had to had those rules of engagement mapped out when we are focusing on them we live by them on a daily basis number two, our kids and our, our children they actually not exposed to how a man should be um uh, or maybe let me say the generation mm. um uh, our generation so the question then what do you do in that uh, there's a lot of education or, or information available online and on books mm. but it it only that information is written by somebody with the purpose to influence you to think a certain yeah, way. Yeah, particular way. So so it for me it's therefore important that even to single parents that you know once in a while expose the child to or 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 umse apo there's a man so that as a born yeah um because we learn not only uh, by reading by actions is as well yeah so it's it won't be enough to uh, for us to talk uh, in platforms like this youtube or radio if the practical side of manhood is like an this. actual example okay yeah i think this 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 convo is very close to my heart because um i believe that men have not been talking you know so and in the state of affairs in south africa right now there's a lot of single parenthood happening so you have women teaching men how to be men yes and unfortunately no matter how well meaning you are it just does not work some way some way our wiring is just not the same uh, one of my clients was actually telling me how she's struggling with her son mm. and everything she mentioned that she was struggling on for me it was normal i'm like the boy's being a boy There's i really relate to that so much because there's so many boy. times i said to my husband like but deal with it you need to sort this out and he's like there's nothing wrong what, there. what's there to sort out what am i supposed to actually sort out <laughs> and i and we we coming from this society that wants to tell women that they are enough and that they are enough for their children and unfortunately it's a lie because nature understood that the male and the female needs both to balance that's why you'll find when um there's some things the the father can can get so easily right with the children that the mother will struggle with you know um this this voice when it just says hey my, my children scatter yes. you know when i'm upstairs i'm hearing my wife shouting and they still you continue say, you know i see it with my niece uh, nosey would shout and talk but when i say things why just once, once. just <laughs> that face it just goes boom and yeah. people scatter so we have to honor uh, each other we have to honor the roles that we have to play in our children's lives 
And I love how you and I are opposites mm. by making things work mm. with what we have. Mm. I, I grew up in a household. Uh, my mom was remarried. So I, I had that example. But what I learned is it's important for there to be modeling. Yes. Men learn, men do what they see. And we, we have to be seen as people. And all I want to model is a human being. I mm -hmm. want men to be seen as human beings. I love that we are hardworking. I mean, the stats say it all. Mm -hmm. Men die young because they work hard. Mm -hmm. They provide mm -hmm. for their families. We go all out. Mm -hmm. But having said that, it's not healthy for us to only be that for our families. Yes. We have to be seen as human beings. Mm -hmm. And I want us to expand on that because... I've mainly heard women saying, no, but we need more from you than you just bringing the money or we need more from you than just this whole provider conversation. From a male's perspective, besides money, physical protection, what other things as fathers, as uh, men in society, what other things are your responsibility or do you believe is your responsibility to provide uh, particularly when we speak on the wellness aspect, um, we've, we've touched on, on, on some of them mm. as we were speaking, mm. but I just want us to highlight them a little bit more because like I'm saying, I've mostly heard it from women saying, no, but I, we, we need more mm. from you. And it's not just about, it's about you being here. You must be present. <laughs> so I want to hear it from, with a man's voice from a male perspective. Sissy. There's one thing that I decided uh, on doing, and that is to be in touch and to be in tune mm. with how nosy feels. Mm. I've heard somewhere that the greatest gift that you can give to a person is how you make them feel. feel. Let me give you a, an example. During this COVID, this COVID has shown us flames. Like real ones. Especially <laughs> men. So if Utandolako you're uh, based on uh, giving, doing, you. the minute you do not have that tool, uh, you will think that I will say useless. You're not man enough anymore. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because that tool, Liana, is not there. Uh, mm. um, the fortunate or unfortunate thing on my side is that my wife and I, we earn the same salary. Mm -hmm. And then based on what we do on the side, so we able, you know, uh, yeah. to make money. And mm -hmm. it's the same. Mm -hmm. So I do not have that tool as a, a post ego yam, mm -hmm. as an finisher. So the only thing that I can do and do well is to make sure that her emotional needs are met all the time. Mm. So, so Leo Indo, I've decided to, you know, to, to really learn and understand who really she is so that I am present all the time. When I leave for work, mm. I continuously talk to her. Mm. I don't wait up until the end of the day when I get home, only then that I talk to her because it's important for me that I am actually present. Yes. I am there. There is nothing that says you're giving too much love. Mm. So you, 
with me or with her, I would better over communicate and give too much too love much. than not to at all. Mm. Because the day I don't have that money in my purse, I would think that it's divorce. Mm. Mm. And you'd probably mm. eliminate yourself out of the picture even before she eliminates you out of the picture because Precisely. you are the one who was holding on to mm. I'm the man because I'm bringing say for example financial muscle or support into the family i love that you mm. say that it's a decision that you took for yourself mm. so it was about you even before it was actually about her precisely yeah mm. well in my case my wife actually um liberated me in the first year of our marriage where um we we our story is so strange um we were both working doing our different things but when we came together we had to leave everything to focus on helping her dad through his last days so then we had to start our our relationship with no money no jobs you know mm. um so it was really a, a very difficult time but a very beautiful time because my wife said to me one day that you know you're not my provider the lord is our provider mm. you know and that thing just lifted something off of me i believe a spiritual foundation is very key to to my role as a man because i don't care whether you christian or you consult or whatever it is psychology has proven that they they took people they studied them those who were committing crimes a couple of generations later it happened so for me it's important as a man to look ahead to say i don't want one two three four five in my bloodline mm -hmm. you know so to take that position and ensure spiritually i've covered my family and then um emotionally i think it's very big uh, I really appreciate my brother because it sounds like you've done a lot of work in those areas. I'm one of those guys where I'm still working through that. Mm. And it's been so important to surround myself with different men and to encourage us to have those conversations, to be emotionally available for our families and for our children. Um, I'm also very um, aware that because men have not been speaking, we've judged men very harshly. Yeah, precisely. You get me? We, we've got all these assumptions. We've villainized our fathers. You know, but when you go in and you begin to speak to them, you realize, let's say in the context of South Africa, how did our fathers have to survive emotionally while going through the apartheid era? Mm. When another man can humiliate you in front of your family. Mm. So some of those men were not just drunkards. Mm. They were intentionally broken mm. by a system. Mm. Yeah, system. So we mm. sit down and we just call them, ah, my mm. father was a drunkard. Mm. Oh, my father was not there. Mm. We've been very unfair to men. We've not considered mm. what they had to go through. Because every system of oppression aims at breaking down the man. And that's why it even separates us from our families. Mm. Because when we're not around our families, it's easier to pay a man less money mm. when he doesn't have family responsibilities. Mm. So we have to educate ourselves and, and judge 
men right. Mm. You know, so for me, it's important that we take back the narrative of who we are as males and oh, that we, we're not the, the scum of the earth. We're not trash. Mm. Mm. But we've been through a lot of breaking in different circumstances and a lot of us especially in the african context whether in in africa or in the african-american society we have to see there was an intentional breaking of our our family um structures mm-hmm. you know so now we have boys who have to be men who have to be heads Without any guidance, without mm. any map, no mm. road map, no mm. nothing. Mm. We have women who can tell you what they want from a man, mm. but not how they can be there for mm. a man. Mm. And actually, actually, <laughs> in, in wrapping up this conversation, which I don't want to do, but I have to do. Yeah. That's exactly the point that I want us to hit on. Mm. Because we are able to as women now stand up and say we are equipping ourselves and we are having our own conversations and we are building ourselves up and all of that Mm. and then we say that the men need to do something there Mm. i firmly believe that because we coexist in so many different ways and in so many different levels as men and women, mm-hmm. we can't really be sorting anything out in silos and in our own little groups. So, and wrapping up, I want your, and this will take us to your closing points as well, to comment on what can we women do or what should we be doing? You know, because when we, when we really speak wellness whether we're speaking it for men or we're speaking it for women like i'm saying is that these two are so closely intertwined and we can yes do whatever we want to do in our little corner and the men can do whatever they want to do in their little corner but then we ultimately have to come together again will we not be clashing and butting heads because we've been having such separate conversations how do we bring the conversation together what role can women be playing in in your wellness as men too mm-hmm. because there's no point in us saying you must support me in my wellness <laughs> it's my wellness journey you just support me <laughs> we have to consider that there's your wellness as well what how can we bring this conversation together and make it one so that we we, we almost find a unified way of moving forward as a society okay so in answering you someone said we fall in love automatically Okay. But we love manually. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? It, it means that there are certain things that, as he had m- said earlier on, that mm. you have to be deliberate mm. about. Mm. Um, there are fights, but fights must be healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They must mm-hmm. be guided mm-hmm. by what you've prescribed mm-hmm. earlier on. If you do not have those rules of engagement, when we fight, mm-hmm. when we have here and that, that, if you don't have those things, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yes. and that does not work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know with women that when there's something that's bothering them, their whole body switches off. Mm-hmm. I cannot be wanting <laughs> to have sex with her mm-hmm. knowing that she is not in that state. Mm-hmm. I can't. So, so, so it, it's therefore important that I know 
her deep down. Mm. So your question was with regards to how we need to be supported as well. Yes. So there's something that we do on a regular basis. Okay. But um, so so I'm actually already panicking because I know this conversation is actually going to come up again. So we have a calendar at home. Okay. I have my own calendar. Mm. I have my own program and my plans mm. in terms of what I want to achieve personally. Yes. But at home, we have our own book okay. that's there that we continuously reflect on. Mm. So when the year starts, our year starts in April. Okay. We say, these are the things that we are now going to do for the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. And we are going to reflect every after three months. Okay. Because we can't reflect again. In the next, when the, the next, next year begins, months. yes. Because it's going to be late. And all these things that we've written down, they do not relate to money. Mm. They re relate to us as married couples. They also relate to people about for China Night mm. or those that are close to us mm. and our extended families. Mm. So from a financial point of view and our well-being as well. So on those things, we need, we are always honest in whether, in terms of how we want to achieve and how we have managed to do things with the aim to achieve them. So if we do not have those things documented down, I mean, to make sure that there's a healthy relationship between the two of you, I Zuzanzela automatically. No, definitely. There not. has to be something or enzyme. Yes. Uh, that's just my, you know, my advice mm. to people out there. Definitely. I'll keep mine very short. Yes, please. Women always complain about men not talking. Men always <laughs> complain about women talking too much. So we just have to do the opposite. Women, you need to listen more to men. Stop Actually. talking to your friends <laughs> about men. Listen to men on men. Mm. And then men, instead of complaining to your boys, mm. you need to express more to your woman what you want. That's I believe it. that is where it is. It's a challenge to speak. Mm -hmm. I'm admitting it as a man. I'm not pretending like I've got it together. But we have to speak mm. so that no other woman is telling your woman what you need. Mm. You speak for yourself and get in touch with those emotions. Let it out. Women, be ready. Don't say speak and you're not ready. Don't expect to hear what you think we will say. Yeah. Mm. We will I'll not say, say what you yeah. think. <laughs> mm. And it's going to rock you. It's going to shock you. Mm. You know, it's like sometimes when a, a woman asks, uh, like a wife asks the husband, do I look great? Are you ready to hear no? Mm. Are you ready to hear no? No, change. You, you understand? Yes. Like, we can't tell men, speak and hold a gun to their heads when they begin to talk. 100% agree with you. And for me, this really speaks to the concept of holding up space. If we're holding up space for each other, we need to be ready to receive what is going to come and be able to... Um, take that in in an appropriate manner and in a manner that's not going to close off the other person this podcast is available on so it's live and it's also available on all major podcast platforms until next week 
Be part of our community and follow us on our social media platforms. Till we meet again next week. Magudete obumnyama kuvele ukukanya. Love and light. Evolution is the key to breaking the cycle of the norm. Thank you.